Welcome to Fear It Goes, the podcast all about taking your fears with you and doing it anyway. I'm your host, Brandi Taylor. Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome back to Fear It Goes. This is the final episode in the sex series. Yep, I couldn't decide what to do, and really I've been pondering it all week long since I put up the last one. And really, I didn't want to kind of leave it hanging on such a juicy, it is juicy, um, but I didn't really want to leave it hanging there. I wanted to kind of sum everything up and kind of discuss the bigger points of why we did the series to begin with. So looking back over the sex series, we talked about a lot of stuff, but there was an underlying theme that kept coming out through all of it, which was take a look at what your belief systems are when it comes to sex in your bedroom. I'm a firm believer, firm believer that what we believe creates our actions. And actually it's not just a firm belief. It's, it's actual fact. (laughs) Our beliefs create our actions, period. So if we believe that something is shameful or we feel guilty about something, we really will never pursue it. And honestly, that leaves so much on the table that you're walking away from when it comes to your bedroom and the rest of your life. And honestly, if you can have these crazy conversations that put you in a vulnerable state in the bedroom, it will flow out to every other area in your life in such incredible ways. So this is why we brought the sex series to life. One, there is amazing energy in sex. And we all know that, right? We know we can harness it. We know we can utilize it. Well, some don't, but hopefully by this point in this podcast, you guys have come to this conclusion that we are energetic bodies and that there are many ways in which we move energy and represent energy. And sexuality is one of them. And this is why you can walk into a room and find yourself very physically drawn to somebody. They're just oozing that sexual energy because it is sexual energy and they have lots of it and it is overflowing. So speaking of overflowing and sexual energy and how that moves people, I want to show you something really cool. So some of you know that I have been uh, certifying hypnotherapy feels like I've been doing this forever, but I'm in practicum right now and I've been practicing and it's really interesting. And the whole reason I took on hypnotherapy as one of the tools that I utilize was for this reason. We know that to reprogram, we need to tap the subconscious. It takes a lot longer to try and go through your very sloggy, slow conscious state to get the results you want. So subconscious is absolutely the way the way to do it. This is why NLP exists. This is why Tony Robbins has been so effective because he teaches NLP. And that's the tool he utilizes to be able to bring transformation. NLP is great. Hypnotherapy is something I was introduced to a year and a half ago. Uh, Actually, that's not true. I was introduced to it a long time ago, but I wasn't actually tapping into it at all. I bought a program. Yeah, so what? So many of us do that, right? We buy these programs and then don't use them. So that's exactly what I'd done. I'd buy this program and then didn't really use it. And then one day did. One day did. 
I came across it and went, oh, I forgot about that. I should try this. (laughs) And lo and behold, it was the most fascinating thing that happened when I did that hypnotherapy the first time. So I'm sitting there and I'm in the midst of a complete crisis, an emotional crisis in my life. And it's horrible and I didn't sleep the night before and it's, it's just horrible. So I put push play on this hypnosis and I come out of it afterwards and I think to myself, huh, that's interesting. I don't feel excellent, like nothing happened, but I do feel better. The emotional side was better and considerably better. So I went from being a complete disaster because I was absolutely living those emotions 100%. I was sitting in them, torturing myself in them. But sometimes we need to ride out the emotion and that was a big event. So it needed some time in the emotion. But the interesting thing was discovering that I felt better. And I went, huh. And that got me hooked. So then I started researching hypnotherapy and hypnosis and how it works and what it does to the subconscious. So we talk very often about the subconscious and reprogramming, which is amazing. But I'm going to show you how unbelievable you are at making some simple shifts, even in your conscious state. So throughout the series, we talked about lots of different things to think on. I also made a comment when we were talking with Dr. Trina about long-term relationships and how to kind of bring back the spark or things you can do to improve your sex life. And I said, I have an idea. (laughs) I do have an idea. And I know exactly what the outcome is going to be because I know how this works. So we're going to run an improve your sex life in two weeks challenge. You're going to, should you choose to accept the challenge, (laughs) it will not explode in 50 seconds. Should you choose to take this mission, which I think anyone who's in a relationship should actually absolutely take this challenge. I want you to spend five minutes in the morning or before you go to sleep, five, 10 minutes. And I want you to just think about sex. I want you to think about what's fun, the things that you've loved, not about the things that you don't, not about any of that stuff, because then we're moving into a completely different zone of thought. I want you to think about all the fun things you've experienced, the things you haven't experienced that you're curious about, where your mind takes you, because your mind will create some pretty fascinating scenarios. (laughs) And don't judge any of them. Allow them to just be there. They're just thoughts. Allow them to be whatever they are, but I want you to think about sex for five to 10 minutes, preferably 10, really actually go 10, but 10 minutes a day when you wake up or before you go to sleep. And then I want you to come back and post, or some of you won't want to post, that's kind of personal stuff, and it's up to you how public you want to be about that, but um, I want you to come back and send me a message about how it's worked for you. If you spend 10 minutes a day focusing your energy, your thoughts are energy, if you are focusing your energy on something that you want that's really fun and all you're doing is thinking around that 
for 10 minutes a day, and especially early in the morning or late at night, just before you go to sleep, because your uh, brain frequencies are dropping into theta. This is going to be so profound for you. You will discover that your libido has gone up. So those of you who are having problems with, um, with libido or even desire, this will improve your mindset immensely. And honestly, who doesn't want to do that? It's fun. There are so many fun things we can look at and do that make massive changes in our lives, but we're focused on all the things we don't want. And I think this is going to be the next podcast is really talking about the things we want because I, I now understand that this is an epidemic. This is the state of our, our mental state in society. We wander around looking on the surface, thinking that we want this or we want that, but it's really not really what we want. And then we're so busy accepting all the things we don't want in our life. We're, we have no time. We have no energy. We're tired. We're frustrated. We're anxious. We're depressed because these are symptoms, all of them, all of them are symptoms of us getting further and further and further away from ourselves, what we truly want, what brings real meaning in our lives, and what makes us happy. So start with sex. How fun is that? Who doesn't want to start with something sexual and fun? Because sex is fun. And if it's not fun for you, that's a bigger discussion to be had. And certainly one that I'm more than happy to have if that's what you need, or find yourself someone that you are comfortable with. Sometimes it's not about being comfortable. It's about finding the person that is going to do the work with you and hold your hand through the tough times. Um, but find, find the person that resonates with you. Trust your gut. Know who's right to have that conversation. Because when sex isn't fun, it's usually a pretty big trauma below that. Um, it needs to be resolved. Because once it's resolved, it's one of the most incredible ways that we express ourselves with our partners. It's an incredible way for us to be vulnerable with our partners. And in those vulnerabilities, because you're laying it all out on the table, and as my friend said today, or you're laying on the table, (laughs) whatever the case may be, it's an opportunity for you to really be authentic and be you with no judgment, them not judging you. And then imagine just for one second what that would mean in the rest of your life if you could be authentic, not necessarily shoving your sex life in people's faces. That's not what I'm saying. I am saying though, that in the bedroom, it allows us an opportunity to really be authentic and to be honest and real with ourselves and our partners. And therefore that spills out into the rest of your life. And the more authentic you are as a person, the more you take on your authenticity, your true self, the one that matters, the one that's deep inside, the one that most people run from and do a whole bunch of Netflix and chill because they're looking to escape themselves. And yes, I enjoy that sometimes too. We're all human. But that person, When you are authentic, you allow the person across from you to be authentic too. You give them permission to be themselves, even if that's a little messy, even if it's imperfect. We so often think we have to be perfect, perfect bodies, perfect sounds, perfect faces, 
and I'm just referring to sex right now, right? Perfect sounds, perfect faces, perfect bodies, perfect, perfect, perfect. No, we don't. It's messy. It's fun and ridiculous and who cares? And it's all about sharing that moment. It's the same thing in life though. It's all about sharing the moments. And when you look back over the last 10 years and you look back over the last five years, look back over the last 30 years, you look at what really mattered. What really mattered? Did your job really matter? If so, it's probably aligned with you. Did the relationships you have really matter? My best relationships are still with me. And the relationships that I've cut ties with taught me valuable lessons, which helped me grow as a person. And I am so grateful for every single one of them. So if you take anything from this sex series, besides the fun, juicy info that was in it, and hey, please, please do go get tested. Very important. Because weird things show up sometimes and you're like, what the heck is that? Or... Or maybe you're recently single, or maybe you had someone cheat on you. Get tested. It's important to know what's going on with your body, and do it regularly. Even if you're in a, even if you're in a marriage and a long-term relationship, you know, having tests like this done once a year will always just make sure that you're clean and say, I shouldn't say clean. We already talked about that. Mm-mm. That you're safe, and and that if something comes up. You have the power to do something about it instead of sitting, not knowing, and havoc goes through your body, right? We know that certain certain things can affect us long-term with little to no symptoms. So it's important to get tested. Take, take this. Question your shame and guilt. Because shame and guilt which we talked about in a previous podcast, all about the energy for or frequencies of emotions and how important it is to shed, let go, release the negative, low-grade emotions because they anchor you in absolute misery. They're torture. They are torturous for us. And they certainly don't drive us. Shame and guilt will never drive you in ways that will help you in the big picture. Be aware of your shames and guilts. And then ask why. And says who? Right? So I feel guilty about this. Why? Well, because my church said it's wrong. Well, who's in your bedroom? And why does your church have a right to have that opinion? Because it's an opinion. It's a belief system that's been adapted by you that may or may not be working with you. And honestly, if it's shame or guilt, that's not working with you. If it's aligned with you, you're just going to be like, yep, that's my thing. That's totally my thing. I don't feel anything around it. There's no major emotional anything. I just, that's just not my thing. Like some people, non-monogamy is that's their thing and they don't care. And then some people, monogamy is their thing and they don't care. And we're picking on monogamy because of course that's one of the topics we discussed And then we have the ethical non-monogamous who believe that if I'm going to do this and we're going to do this and this relationship is going to be open this way, we're going to discuss things. We're going to be super honest and talk about vulnerability, talk about communication and the ability to be able to communicate and negotiate. 
It's important to be able to know where you stand and why. I challenged you in many ways through this series. I put some things out there that really should have prompted some serious thoughts or some serious emotional charge for you where you're like, oh my God, I can't believe she just said that. How could she? Why? Why are you judging? And why do you have this belief system that, uh, uh, well, actually, let me back up. Okay, so why are you judging? Because people are people are people. And we're, uh, everyone's allowed to be themselves. But why does this affect you so much? Because we talked about sex and my sex life and your sex life and your neighbor's sex life and your pastor's sex life. They're theirs. Everybody owns their own. So what happens in my bedroom or your bedroom, your pastor's bedroom or your neighbor's bedroom doesn't affect you. And it shouldn't affect you. The one thing we didn't talk about throughout the series was anything to do with, well, I guess we did sort of touch on this a little bit, but was um, transgenders and different identifications like that. But really, I think whether you're heterosexual, homosexual, bisexual, transsexual, whatever, be honest with who you are, be honest with your partner, and don't hold back the truth. Your truth will free you and will create a remarkably powerful relationship with a person that you're with. Be honest. Trust is everything in a relationship. This is why cheating is so brutal. Because trust is broken and it's foundational. Communication is foundational. Those two go hand in hand. Without one, you don't really have the other. Be honest. Create win-wins. Be open. Don't judge. Come into it open-minded and just willing to listen. And you'll have an incredible experience with your partners moving forward. I absolutely loved bringing the sex series, and I think I might start doing series of different sorts. I'm not sure. We'll, we'll see how this podcast evolves. Um, but I really love the sex series, and I'll probably do another one down the road because it's just super fun. And maybe I'll just do series on different ways we move energy through the body. And maybe we'll do one specific to yogi, breathing. Um, And maybe we'll talk about meditations because that's actually something I haven't talked about. And if I have, I don't recall. Um, But meditations are a very powerful way to move ourselves forward in life. And I cannot ever iterate this enough. Meditations are a key into ourselves. And for those of you that are afraid to look at yourselves, I was that person too, so trust me. I, I hear you, I feel you, and God knows I feared it. For those of you that are afraid to go inward and start asking yourself the questions that don't involve anyone outside of you, but just you, your life is presenting for you. So for those of you that are in that state, start somewhere. If it means start in the bedroom and you start asking questions about why do I feel this way? Does this work with me? Does this not? 
you're starting. Don't be afraid to know you because you are amazing. You have unlimited, unbridled power within you when you get to know yourself. And I think what stops people from really getting to know themselves is they look back sometimes and they think, I'm ashamed of that. I regret that. I shouldn't have done that. Keep in mind, 90 to 95% of your actions are subconscious by the time you're 30 and they're all based on your meaning that was placed on an experience when you were a kid. So don't sit there and hang yourself up on everything that you've done in your life that wasn't the best choice. Awareness changes those choices that you make moving forward. Ignorance continues those choices to be made. Choose today to really be in love with you because you are the most amazing, beautiful, incredible, powerful soul that you could possibly imagine when you get to know yourself and you will bring, oh my God, you will bring that to the table with all relationships in your life. And you want to talk about happy? Wow. (laughs) The people in your life and the people around you will be much happier for it. You get to bring that to yourself, which shines out to others. And then guess what? That encourages them to do the same. Be the conduit in the world. Be the light. Love you Look into you. Don't be afraid. If you need some help, honestly, that's what the Align Now method is all about. I designed the program to walk you through it. Because in the beginning, I took course after course after course and went to event after event after event and nothing was clicking. And that's the toughest part is the frustration of sitting in your own your own torture, your own resistance to your to yourself, to your life. And it took a very big, nasty event in my own life to force me to take action. I just did a quick little video um, on the weekend because I was just interviewed on a radio talk show and um, had an inspiration, a moment of inspiration. So did a little video and I talked about standing up for yourself because no one else is going to stand up for you like you. No one else will care about you as much as you care about yourself. Actually, that's not true. Often people care about us more than we care about ourselves. And that's where we get into trouble. But ultimately, your best interests are always up to you. The choices we make today reflect what we live tomorrow. So today, take action. Find yourself a mentor. Find yourself a coach. Find yourself a Sherpa or a guide. Find yourself someone who's going to help you reach the next level and the next level and the next level within you. Because those tools that I sought out in every one of those events and sat there going, I know this, I know this, I know this, but I wasn't living it. Those tools, I had accumulated tools without actually applying them. It takes the right tool to unlock the rest. This is what I discovered. So when I found the right tool, everything else made sense. Everything else opened up. 
everything else shifted. And what a transformation. You become the best version of you. And who doesn't want that? And seriously, it makes you way more playful in the bedroom. <laughs> and you have a lot more fun. Because there's moments in your life you should be a kid. And seriously, you should be playful. It's part of who we are. And it's us at our best when we're playful and silly sometimes. Not immature, but silly and playful and youthful. And the day that we give that up and think that we shouldn't be youthful and playful and wondrous and curious is the day we start dying. Don't die. Don't die within. Don't shrivel up. Be young. Because <laughs> it's absolutely within you. And you can take it in every area in your life and people will, you will love you for it. And honestly, people will love you for it too. So that's enough for me today. And I have absolutely loved bringing you everything I've given you so far. And I will continue to bring you tools, tips, anything I can, anything I learn, insights I have. Because honestly, I love, it's, it's like I absolutely love hearing the responses that come back from you guys. It means, wow, <laughs> It means the world to me that this is affecting you or imparting some valuable tool or piece of information that you needed, that little key to unlock something else. I promise you, every single step is worth it. And fear is only the unknown. It's your brain. It's rational. Like, honestly, this is your brain trying to protect you. And it only takes a few times of taking that first step, that second step, that it becomes the known and then it's the norm and then you're moving on. The process isn't that hard, but you need to start. <laughs> so beautiful peeps, I love you so much that I'm always going to be honest with you. Stand up for yourself today. Do something. Contact me. Contact somebody else. Take the step. Less than 1% take this step. Be the 1%. I love you until next week. Cannot wait to bring you next week. Actually, it's pretty exciting. I do believe I'm going to give you the puzzle. Hmm. So till next week, beautiful peeps, have an absolutely extraordinary week and go out and be the exception to the rule. <laughs>